You're listening to a Count Out Podcast. Hold one, arm drag. Just tell me, bye And welcome back to another episode of Hit the Books, the only weekly SmackDown Live fantasy booking podcast on the interwebs. I am Ryan Knightsey, and with me, as always, is stomping ground meat, Mikey Manfredi. I hated every second of that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, what are you talking about? Uh, We are recording this episode on the day of stomping grounds, not during stomping grounds, but... But I wanted to celebrate the big occasion of Stomping Grounds, Mikey. Big occasion, in air quotes. Everyone's favorite pay-per-view. The such good shit pay-per-view. The we, so, we sold 12 tickets pay-per-view. Is that is that where we're in? Are we in the such good shit era? <laughs> like before, it was people power, and then there was the new era, then there was the network era. What about what about the people? This is such good shit. The era. good the good shit era. Oh man, where things like stomping grounds have to exist. Yeah, it's it's like it's the whole thing of great balls of fire. I mean, at least the great balls of fire, or at least of stomping grounds. Uh, you know, it doesn't have like testicles on the logo. Damn, you right. It has a boot, which is st- still better, I guess. Mikey, as a somewhat, you've designed logos in the past, haven't you? Yeah. How bad is how bad is Stomping Grounds? It's just. It, I mean, it gets the point across. It's like Stomping Grounds. Here's a boot. There's no creativity to it. It's just like, oh, what can we do for stomping? Military boot, perfect done put roman on the poster it's like it's like it was just like the first ideas they came up with is what they went with yeah yeah it's not it could be it could be good if it was like a shield pay-per-view yeah i guess like like stomping grounds they all three of them wear boots i don't know a lot of wrestlers wear boots ryan oh shit (laughs) oh god (laughs) oh jesus christ you're right mikey (laughs) Oh my god. Uh oh well, I guess revelations aside, uh thank you all for listening. Uh if you want more hit the books content, follow us on Twitter at hit the books pod, please. Why don't you? We can vote in how you like our individual matches, individual book segments on Twitter at hit the books pod. Uh we are coming off Mikey off of a insane money in the books pay-per-view. Yes, it was quite insane. Uh, a lot of things happened. A lot of things happened. If you want to hear what happened, uh, then go listen to that right away. You, if you're listening to this somehow, then you are can easily just a couple menu screen clicks over to downloading and listening to Money in the Bank pay review special of ours. Yeah. So go do that. Yeah, uh, do it. We will spoil it, obviously. Uh, it was insane. It was an insane pay-per-view, Mikey. Uh, there was a lot of crazy stuff that happened. Uh, oh, yeah. 
And I'm excited to see where those crazy things will lead us to. Uh, we know that it leads us to stomping grounds. All right. <laughs> Our next pay-per-view, <clears throat> which will be taking place. Stomping grounds pay-per-view will be taking place on July 21st. Nice. Hopefully we sell more than 12 tickets. Yes. And this is our attempt. Like, the experiment that is hit the books, Mikey, you know, the whole thing of, like, we want to prove, like, everyone complains that, like, oh, I could write storylines better. It's like, okay, well, then let's make our show as realistic looking as possible Mm -hmm. and then do it yeah, and then write it. Like, this is literally the test, Mikey. Can we write a better stomping grounds? I mean, probably. I mean, yeah, probably. We're already starting if our WWE champion being Drew McIntyre. A chimpanzee with a typewriter could probably write a better stomping grounds. Oh, dang. Oh, dang, man. Take that, road dog. <laughs> Seth, Rollins, uh, Seth Rollins versus Baron Corbin with a special guest referee. Hooray. This episode is coming Sounds out like a after stomping grounds, obviously, Mikey. Uh, and we're, we are recording this before Stomping Grounds. I just want to make like our preview predictions after the fact. Who do you think the special guest referee is? Uh, uh, probably somebody stupid. Uh, it's probably going to be like Bobby Lashley or something. Whoever Baron Corbin's cronies are at the, at the what, current what moment. What do you think the odds are of it being Brock? That's also not... There's a non-zero chance of that happening, yeah. It, it it feels like it could be Brock, and that's what I'm, like, terrified of. It's going to be Brock, and he's going to win the Universal title again, and it's going to, and he's not going to, and it's not going to matter anymore again. Well, thinking about it, it might not be too bad. Uh, if he does win the title, you know, it's Brock. He's going to be at SummerSlam. SummerSlam is the next pay-per-view, so we get to see him immediately. It's just, who the hell is he going to lose to immediately? Yeah, but if Brock has the title, you, he'll probably hold it for, like, another three years. Because, oh, well, no. There's no because what are you talking about, Mikey? There's going to be another Saudi show in November. Hooray. And then, the, and then the year after that. And the year after that. Anyways. Yay for blood uh, money. Nihilism aside, Mikey, let's get into it. Let's get into booking our return home show we have four episodes of hit the books so regular smackdown tv before stomping grounds so not a lot of time in terms of build i guess no but we gotta get it's gonna be it's double the amount of time that wwe had for stomping grounds that's fair so we have so that excuse is out the window so let's book it why don't we uh are you i guess I'm ready. Mikey, are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready to go, I think. Okay, well then, if you... W- okay, well, Mikey, a little more enthusiasm. We gotta, we gotta, you know, we gotta keep the energy up. Shake those arms out. Shake those arms out, Mikey. We're shaking them. We're shaking them. We're shaking them. I'm asking you again. I ask, are you ready? Oh, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, people of all shape, ability, and gender. Oh, let's get ready to book it. Our new 24-7 champion is Bray Wyatt. Oh, he's, he got it back. He got it back. We're going straight into it, Mikey. That's right. Bray Wyatt got it back. All right, Bray Wyatt. Uh, um, and if I'm not mistaken, Mikey, 
What happened was that at Money in the Bank, um, at yeah, at Money in the Bank, who had okay, hold on, let me figure out this order of the twenty four seven championship because it's, oh boy, Bray Wyatt won it off of Heath Slater, correct? Yes, because he did that whole spooky thing. Yes, and then, I believe, Akum got it from him I want to say yes who had the I think there was a period of time where Jinder was the champion there was and then Eric and then what happened at Money in the Bank which is very interesting was that Eric Young had it Mm -hmm. the family attacked him Rowan pinned Eric Young became 24-7 champion and then Killian Dane pinned Rowan and became 24-7 champion. So now Bray Wyatt is getting it back for the family. Damn. The family insanity are feuding over the 24-7 title. What world do we live in that <laughs> that means that the family insanity are feuding over the 24-7 championship? I guess it's pretty good, quite honestly. Well, did, do you want to jump right in there then, Mikey? We, we've started talking about it. We have a little bit of a story, actually. Um, how, does, how does the family, how does Bray Wyatt get it back from sanity? Uh, that is a great question, right? Yeah. Um, I, we, got a, we got a story building of sanity and the family fighting over the 24-7 championship. Uh, Bray Wyatt... I, I would assume Bray Wyatt and the family are coming to SmackDown. It's going to be happening on SmackDown. Yeah. Because that's where Sanity is. Um, let's say that... Um, is, it a, is it a spooky introduction? Is it spooky or is it... Hmm. I think they try to be spooky, but Sanity doesn't care because they're Sanity. I, the lights come out, the lights are still there, and they're just staring each other down. Yeah, the lights, lights go like, out, lights come back on, and then the family and Sanity are just staring each other down, and then they just brawl. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> okay, so I, I imagine this is happening backstage. Yeah. Sanity are in catering. <laughs> Sanity are in catering. Uh, I, I just want Sanity in catering where Killian Dane is eating, like, like you know what when you go to medieval times maybe like a big turkey get, like, like a big like yeah. thing yeah I just wanted Sandy in the back eating their lunch or dinner or whatever and Killian Dane's just eating a turkey like <laughs> like a big uh a big thing of mutton I think they're... yeah a huge thing of mutton I want I want I want I want and then I want to shave his beard so he has big old mutton chops <laughs> <laughs> Uh, lights come, lights go out in catering, and they and, and the family appears. Mm-hmm. Appears, sanity stares them down. Brawl starts, and then and then brawl starts. And are we doing any more switches? Because it obviously has to end with Bray Wyatt. I think it could just be like. Uh, the two met like Rowan and Harper could take out. Uh... I mean Rowan and Wyatt. No, well, yeah, yeah. I forgot Harper's not around anymore. 
Rest in peace. <laughs> Rowan and uh, Wyatt could take out like uh, Wolf and um, uh, Young. Yeah, uh, and then uh, Killian Dane is left to Bray Wyatt. Okay. And uh, what does he do? It, it, does he use the uh, turkey leg to defend himself? <laughs> I don't see why not. Leg. Yeah, you know, we, you throw you throw Eric Young through a table. You hit Alexander Wolf in the head with a uh, one of those hot plates. <laughs> you know, Killing Dane uses the turkey leg. Bray Wyatt stops it with his mitts. <laughs> And it hits it with the sister Abigail. Kisses the turkey leg and hits it with sister Abigail. Sister Abigail on the turkey leg? On the turkey leg. <laughs> Bruh. <laughs> Brawl starts. Sanity ensues. Uh, and uh, and like I'll, I'll call him now, Brawl Wyatt uh, picks up the victory and pins Killian Dane. To win the twenty four seven championship, yes, the prestigious, apparently, uh, yeah, it is. It is moving around a lot of people. I mean, it is currently uh, the best thing WWE has going. That is true. That is. Tr- I mean, I'll be. Remember when everyone complained about it? Remember, remember back in the day of a month ago when everyone was complaining about it? And now, and now we realize the blessing it actually is. Yeah, because we get to see we get to see better. like shit like our truth pitting Drew Ma- Drake Maverick at his own wedding. Yeah, I mean people could. I think I think there's still like a group of people that are like it. The belt is still ugly. Yeah, they need if they fix the belt, then it could be very good. Yeah, but it's it's a great it's a great move. Okay, well then, Mikey, twenty four seven championship idea segment done. Let's move on. Where do you want to look to next? Um, do you want to look at the Intercontinental title picture, the WWE Championship picture, or somewhere else entirely? Um, hmm. Let's start with the Intercontinental title picture. Oh, ooh, your boys, your boys been excited about the Intercontinental title picture, Mikey. If I'm not mistaken, you have a, a, a nice. We, we've discussed a pairing before about who we might want to have challenge for the Intercontinental title, Mikey. Mm-hmm. Do you know who that is? I think it is Cesaro. Cesaro, you say. Cesaro, you say. Okay, Pete Dunne, Cesaro. Stomping grounds in a boot on a pole match. (laughs) Whoever can stomp, put the boot on and stomp their opponent's hands wins the match and the title. It's like a comically large boot. Of course. Why would it be... It's either comically large or comically small. <laughs> it's like one of Braun Strowman's boots. Oh man, that'd be hilarious. Well, it's currently sitting on McIntyre's mantle. No, the T-shirt oh, is like, sitting his, on the mantle. His beard, his shirt, his, his ponytail. <laughs> what? A, he just—he just took the. He just took everything from him. <laughs> Braun is just gonna come to SmackDown just like naked. Like, hey, does anybody have any gear? <laughs> <laughs> Drew McIntyre guys, took all my gear. Guys, all I have left are these hands. <laughs> okay, uh, Intercontinental. 
Okay, I'm exploding out of... I don't know what. My tongue's just exploding. So, stomping grounds, we want to set up Pete Dunn, Cesaro as our goal. How do we start that? Pete Dunn coming off out of a triple threat victory at Money in the Bank. Where do we go with Pete Dunn? Hmm. I don't know. What is he? I get Pete Dunn's not like like Pete Dunn doesn't say many words. Like I feel like he wouldn't be the one to come out, cut a promo, and be like, "Yeah, I'm the best." Who's next? You know, especially like Cesaro. I mean, it's like Cesaro could pretty much cut a promo, but like Cesaro is sort of cut from the same cloth, mm-hmm. or at least a similar cloth. So it's hard to figure out what's going to happen with Pete Dunn. This feels maybe like a backstage segment. Okay. Maybe like a maybe like a backstage interview with Pete Dunn. Okay. Cesaro interrupts it. Okay. Challenges for him for the Intercontinental Championship. Okay. Bro. How about what if Pete Dunn says if you could beat me tonight, you got it? And then we have Pete Dunn Cesaro tonight. And if Cesaro wins, he's number one contender. We sort of did that with the Andrade Pete Dunn. That's how we started Andrade Pete Dunn. No, you're right. You're right. Hmm. And then we threw Apollo Crews into the mix. <laughs> For some reason. Uh, hey, that was great. That was a great storyline. I like I liked what we do with Apollo Crews. I like what we're doing with him. Yeah, I agree. Don't shit, don't shit on our booking. Uh, all right. So how does... I don't know. A brawl just seems like I feel like that's a later down the line thing where they like have a feud going already. But like to start the feud, I don't know if we go into it like that already. You know. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Agreed. Especially since we have like a brawl backstage of Sanity and the family. Yeah. We don't want to double up on brawls. Mm-hmm. Um. What about just a match between Cesaro? And Ricochet. Okay. Cesaro wins. Mm-hmm. Do you want to do that to Ricochet though? We could do Cesaro Apollo Cruz. Okay. Match Cesaro Paulo Cruz. Cesaro wins. Challenges following the match. Challenges Pete Dunn for the Intercontinental Championship. All right, that's not bad. I can get behind that. Okay, okay, I can also get it behind that. So we do Apollo Cruz uh, with Carmella still, right? Yes. Apollo Cruz with Carmella versus Cesaro. 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 And uh, uh, following the match, uh, we will do a uh, Cesaro. Following the match, Cesaro challenges Pete Dunne to an Intercontinental Championship match at Stomping Grounds. Yep. And then maybe we can hear Pete Dunne's response. Do we hear Pete Dunne's response later tonight or next week? Um, I think I like it as a segment later tonight, or you know, okay, I, know what? maybe next week. I don't know. It's hard. But let's see how we how the rest of the things we book. I guess. Okay, and then if we we'll have time. It out. If we have time to put it in this week, we'll put it in this this week. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, cool. Uh, okay, cool. So we've done Intercontinental Title Picture. We've done twenty four seven title, Mikey. Let us let's let's look at the women's division. Yeah. And you are the you are the master. You were holding all the keys of the women's division, my friend. Yeah, uh, we since we switched after uh, Money in the Bank, I am now the yes. the proprietor of the women's division. Yes, every two pay per views we switch off, Mikey. Before we, I guess we start. Should we talk about? We've talked about, you know, just we'll, let's just do some fine tuning maybe uh, with this. Uh, switching i guess thing and and veto system mm-hmm. we like are we, we're still good with two pay-per-views right yeah i think i think that's good veto system i think that needs reworking i think both of us could agree that could use some reworking mm-hmm. how do how should we how should we do such thing mm-hmm. how, how should we do such thing mikey so before it was you get two vetoes what was it you get one veto and a tweak you get a tweak per episode, mm-hmm. but you get one you get one veto on a build to a pay per view. Yeah. So I guess two vetoes. I guess kind of. Sort of, yeah. Yes. Should we change it up? So I think what the issue was is that we pitched our ideas in one big block, like all of our ideas, mm-hmm. but. We couldn't just veto the entire giant block of many ideas. Mm-hmm. So I think what we need to do is break it down and be like, pitch one idea. Do you want to veto that? Yes or no. Mm-hmm. And then the next one, do you want to veto that? Yes or no. You know? Okay. Because the issue I was finding was that like, one of us would pitch like a big block of ideas and we wouldn't, and one of us wouldn't like like one part of the idea, and we didn't want, mm-hmm. but the rest of it was good, so we didn't want to use the veto. Mm-hmm. So I think if we just break down our ideas like separately, and then pick, and then we were, we could veto like one of the ideas, you know? Okay, is that do we get a veto per episode now? Because that seems like a lot of vetoes. No, I don't think we get. A, I think we, I think we still get one. You know, I think it's still fine to use one. But I think, like, if we want to use our veto, we could use it on one idea rather than an entire, rather than, yes. like, your entire episode of booking, you know? Mm-hmm. I say, you know, we, we do, like, one, we get one veto, one tweak. We get a tweak every episode. Mm-hmm. Do we still keep that? Yeah, I think that's fine. A tweak every episode. Um, but let's get maybe two vetoes per pay-per-view cycle. Okay. So we get two two vetoes, then stomping grounds, then another two vetoes, SummerSlam. Okay. And every episode for that, we got tweaks. That way, it's like, you're right. It's like we have, because before it was one big block that you had the chance to veto, but now since we're separating them up, you sort of need just like a little bit more veto power because now you have more opportunities to veto, if that makes sense. Yeah, So because I don't, because... I didn't want to like veto ideas I liked away, you know, or like mm-hmm. I didn't like. So, it's ni- I think it's nicer to break it down so you can veto away the stuff you don't like and keep the stuff you do like, you know. Okay, cool. I like it. I like it. Then let's then let's do that. We get two vetoes every pay per view cycle. Okay. We switch off every two cycles. Every episode we have a tweak. Okay. 
Sounds good. Okay, cool. Then then let's do it. Mikey, you're the holder of the women's division. What do we got? What's what's happening with the women? Okay, so we need Na- we need Naomi. <laughs> Agreed. Uh, I think that Naomi comes out at some point and gives a re- uh, gives a heel promo. Okay, could be the show opener. Might not be. I don't know. Depending mm-hmm. on where we want to put that. Uh. I think Naomi comes out, cuts a heel promo, and kind of explains, I guess, does the whole explains her actions thing, you know? Mm-hmm. What's her explanation for her actions? She's like, everybody on Twitter has been asking me why I would do this to Natalia, why I would do, like, why I would hit her with the Money in the Bank briefcase, why I took my opportunity, you know, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And maybe she's like, getting any. I worked so hard in this company and I wasn't getting any opportunities, so I had to make my own. Mm-hmm. And that's why I did it. And clearly it paid off. And she holds up the title. Ooh. Ooh, I like it. Okay. Okay, and then, so, okay, she worked hard in the company and she had to create her own opportunities. And I also like the idea of her being like, she doesn't think she's a heel. She's like, if you guys don't respect that, respect me making my own opportunities and you're booing me because of it, you're wrong. You know, like mm-hmm. she still thinks she's the face in all of this kind of almost like Johnny Gargano was where he was still oh, doing, where you still doing all of his face stuff, but also doing heel stuff. Like what do you like in his entrance? He was acting all face, but then would mm-hmm. do heel stuff mm-hmm. like something like that, you know? Mm-hmm. Like Naomi okay. comes in, still does like her dance and stuff, and doesn't do like any, but she is like does more heelish things in the ring and like in her behavior, but still thinks she's in the right, you know. Mm-hmm. This way, you can still have the glow title. Yeah, <laughs> clearly, she's gonna cut the belt's gonna be glowing. It's gonna be sick. I like that. I I, I like that. I like that a lot. Okay. Uh, so that's that's idea number one. Okay. Uh, veto or no? Um, oh, should we wait till all of the vetoes go through and then veto individual things, or should we do it as it comes out? Um, we can wait until. Okay, let's. So wait. we don't I'm just use it. Like, yeah, I want to wait to see what the other idea is to see if that needs if that's worse. Um, exactly. No, I mean exactly. No, I, <laughs> like, I feel you. Like, uh. Shayna Baszler and Ruby Riot come back. Okay, for a match or segment? Well, they gotta be in a match. I think it's, I think it's a match. Ooh, I think okay. they come back. Uh, I think they come back. Uh, and like whoever's whoever the interview the interviewer is that particular day uh, catches Ruby Riot on her intro, like and entering the arena, and. Is like Ruby, Ruby. You've been out for, you've been out for weeks because of, uh, you and Shayna Baszler's back, like, backstage brawl. I guess. Uh, what, what do you have? Like, what do you have to say now that you're back? She's like, me, Shayna tonight, and then walks away. Hmm. Okay. 
Um, and then we get uh, another backstage interview at some point with Shayna Baszler be- with, uh, I guess, I guess Ruby Riot in Paige's office being like, I want Shayna Baszler tonight. You need to make this happen. Uh, okay. And then Paige is like, I don't know if Shane is 100% yet. Like, you guys, I don't know if either of you are 100% yet. I don't know if I can get you in a match. And then Shayna comes up and, like, stops Paige. She's like, I'm in. Hmm. Okay. And it's like, I accept. And then we get the match for the night. Okay. So those th- are the three pitches? Four, four, five, four pitches. Four. Uh, Naomi, the GM Page segment interview, segment, the Ruby Riot entering the arena interview, and then the match itself. Oh, yeah. Four pitches. Okay. Uh, match itself. What happens? Um, this is where I kind of got stuck because I don't know who I want to come out on top of this feud. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm thinking some sort of like I don't want to say a draw because that doesn't seem after all of this like after that big feud it seems like a bad ending to just have a draw or like yes, a bad we left off we left off with Ruby Riot doing a diving senton off of a scaffold putting Shayna Baszler through a, a backstage area <laughs> And then they both went into the ambulance. We're coming off of that. Who wins? Who dies, Mikey? Gun to your head. Okay. Uh, what if it's... What if it is a draw? But it's because they both get counted out because they just start brawling on the outside. Like, what if Shayna just spears Riot through the barricade and they both get counted out? Okay. Count out. Draw. Double count out because they just fought each other on the outside and just it led to Baszler spearing Riot through the barricade and then they were both down. Baszler spearing Riot through the barricade. Okay, I like that. I like that. Definitely feels like. Okay, no, I'll 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 say my piece afterwards. Okay, any other? I think I I think I know what you might be thinking because I'm probably thinking the same thing. Okay. Um, any other, so those are the ideas. Yeah. Okay, cool. Then I will, I will use my veto on one thing that GM page spot, the GM page segment. Okay. Just, I'm just going to cut it. I think, I don't think, I don't, I don't think we need that. I don't, I don't think, I don't want to see Shayna Baszler and Ruby riot interact with each other until they're in the ring. That okay. makes sense. And then when the ring, because yep, no, that's like, fair. Come, you know what I mean. I, I don't want to see them like, oh, I want to see like, I want to hear like the announcement of Shayna Baszler or Ruby Riot and be like, oh shit, they're they're both back and they're gonna wrestle tonight. Holy crap! And mm-hmm. if I see them earlier and be like, okay, especially if they're not fighting, if I see them earlier and they're not like in a room together being fine, then no. Mm-hmm. So I'm just gonna cut that segment. That's fair. I don't know with my hands. I don't know what I'm doing. The the Ruby <laughs> Riot interview. As she's like entering the arena, saying like me and Shayna tonight, you know that's sort of like that's all that matters sort of idea. 
I like that. Mm-hmm. Ruby Wright, Shayna Baszler, I love. I love the match. I love the double count at victory because to me, it feels like you're setting up a steel cage match. Oh, I was going differently. Okay, well then I'll I'll, I'll stop talking uh, and let you set up your <laughs> whatever you're setting up. Because I was like, that's what that felt like. But whatever you're setting up, I'm interested to see what that is. I hope it's a, um, I don't know, a a playing card on a pole match. And then I'm going to do just a slight tweak on the Naomi uh, promo. I'm looking back, Mikey. I'm looking back at episode four of season two. Came out May fourteenth. It was the uh, show right before Backlash, where Naomi had a match and lost at, against Charlotte Flair. Mm-hmm. So in that match, in that sorry, in that episode, there was a backstage interviewer Naomi, where Naomi was asked uh, that by the interviewer that many people speculated speculated whether or not Naomi is capable of beating Charlotte Flair. Uh, Naomi offended at first says that people need to remember that she is a former SmackDown Live Women's Champion and that she's been fighting her entire life. She's never been handed ever, anything ever. She said to start from the bottom work all the way up to where she is today. She's going to, she said she's going to remind everyone else why she is the best. Okay. So my tweak would be that just incorporating that promo interview thing into this explanation a little bit more. Saying that Naomi comes out to say what she did. She worked hard in this company. She created opportunities, and obviously it paid off. But not only that, but but uh, like apparently, many people thought I couldn't do this. Well, guess what I did. If you're not on my train, you know, if you're not on the tra- on the glow mm-hmm. train, you best be stepping off because we're riding this till sunset. I don't know. If you're not on the glow train, get on the no train. It's either that or like, you know, if you don't respect the glow, then fear the glow. I uh, yeah, something something along mm-hmm. those lines, yeah. Um but what about what about that as a tweak? I'm okay with that. Okay. But apparently many people didn't think I could do it, yada yada yada. I'll expand on it more, I guess. But okay, but I understand what we're saying, so I think we're. I'll expand. I'll expand on it more later. Okay, cool. So yeah, uh, yeah, I I like it. I like the I like the tweak. I personally like the tweak, obviously, because I'm biased because I said it. Uh, the Ruby Wright interview coming out just like she is whole one hundred percent focused on Shayna Baszler and just destroying Shayna Baszler, the history that they mm-hmm. have. And then I like the double count at victory with uh, Baszler and Ryan. Neither of them picking up the victory. And I'm excited to see where you go with that feud. Um, I'm excited to see where that goes, whether it be at Stomping mm-hmm. Grounds, whether it be earlier, or at s- you're s- stretching out for SummerSlam. Uh, also keep in mind, Mikey, Stomping Grounds has eight to nine matches. Ooh, so okay. K- keep that in mind. As we build to cool. stomping grounds, are all of those ours, or is that also raw? Part of some raw. All of those are ours. Whoa. Wait, no, that's incorrect. Hold on, seven to eight matches. <laughs> My mistake. We have seven to eight matches. Still, okay. sounds good. That's a lot of matches that we have to ourselves. Oh yeah. 
Uh, okay, so seven to eight matches at Stomping Grounds, one of which will, of course, be the pre-show match. Um, cool. I liked it. I like I like that Ruby Riot Sheena Baszler. I like the Naomi promo. I love it. I love it, Maggle. Yeah. I I approve. But that means I've used one veto, which means for three more weeks, I have one veto to use. I burned my veto already. Way to go. Oh, dang. <laughs> All right, you got you got another one though. It's okay. I got another one. I got another one, but still, it's like, ah, shit. <laughs> now, now I got to be really more selective. Yeah. All right. What do you? Let, let's see what you got for the tag team division. Might as well keep rolling on the the ball here. Well, I say, Mikey, we take a quick break and then we hear what I say have to say about the tag team division. You know that's fair. That's fair. Let's take a quick break when we be when we be back. <laughs> when we be back in Rock <laughs> when we be back. Uh, we will listen to what I've got for the tag team division. We'll be right back. And we are back. Mikey, we have booked the women's division, the Intercontinental title picture, and the 24-7 championship. Uh, but you had a question for me. Yeah. What do you got for the tag team division? What do I got for the tag team division, Mikey? I usually write down my ideas beforehand, but I'm going to freestyle this one. All right. Because I have vague ideas and I did not get a chance to write them down. So I'm going to do my best and freestyle. Ooh. All right. Shoot me with that freestyle. We got a segment. Okay. It is pitch number one. It's the revival come out. Okay. And complain as as they do fair about how aop entered their match that's money the bank that's fair and they do some complaining etc 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 then uh basically saying that like they they those are their titles they're not anyone else's they're their titles mm-hmm. rightfully theirs and just them getting injected into the match is ridiculous then New Day comes out mm-hmm. and says that they, you know, they can't believe it, but they agree with the revival. Oh, okay. New Day and revival on the same page. Interesting. Oh yeah, weirdly on the same page. They agree with the revival, saying that they don't know why AOP was in the match either. I mean, of course, they agree on that aspect. They don't agree on that. The, those titles are the revivals. Mm-hmm. But uh, going that being said, um, they don't they don't understand why AOP was in the match either, um, because they're like, uh, "What the heck, dog?" Yeah. And then, what else? What happens? What happens? What happens? What happens? I think. Um, actually, I'm going to change the setting. I'm going to put this in GM Page's office. Okay. And then GM Page, because it, it makes more sense for them to be complaining to Page. Fair. GM Page uh, says that AOP was entered into the match because they because they have you know they because they've proven that they that they can you know beat both competitors. So she just entered them the match. Okay. You know they the AOP has proven that they can beat up New Day that they can beat up the revival if they were if if new day and revival were 
that great of tag teams, they would have won the titles. Ooh, burn. Okay. Little little British burn there. Damn, Paige. <laughs> Roasting everyone around here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, does AOP respond in any way to that? Uh, AOP is not in the room. Okay. So, no. But GM Page does offer them... What does she offer them? How, how am I building that here? I'm freestyling off the dome here. Uh, I have what I want to get to at Stomping Grounds. I'm just trying to figure out how to get there. Okay. A She does offer them a... She offers them a handicap match. Okay. One member of New Day, one member of Revival versus one member of AOP. Bold. Bold and brash, uh, which happens tonight, of course, naturally, as all things do. Okay. That's interesting that they have to team up. Mm -hmm. So it would be Akum versus, let's do, who? what's an interesting, let's do Dash Wilder. Okay. And Biggie. Okay. <laughs> Something about that just seems weird <clears throat> to me. I just, I just like it. Of course, with with Kingston, with Woods, with Dawson. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Jesus. Okay. And Aiken wins. Okay. And Aiken wins. Aiken, Aiken, Aiken pins Big E. All right. To win the match. Okay. And then that's that. And then I think those are my two pitches. The backseat segment, I guess sort of, it's kind of a one pitch, but sort of a two pitch of the backseat segment and this handicap match. Mikey, thoughts? I think it's interesting that they're making the revival and the New Day work together. Uh, well, they're on the same page. Yeah. Speaking of which, GM page. Uh... <laughs> I like Acom winning here. I do. Uh, it's interesting. It's it just it's interesting because it makes them look even more like monsters that they have they beat. Now that, now that Acom just like ran over them in the handicap match, you know. Mm -hmm. Well, I think in my head, like obviously, like the revival and New Day, even though they're tagging together here, Biggie and Wilder. Mm -hmm. It's not a good tag team, you know. They're not. They don't have the chemistry of them together. Yeah, they're they're both coming from. They both like are coming from different move sets. Like they're both doing different things, different styles, stuff like mm -hmm. that. Yeah. So it's not. It's they're, they're at a disadvantage in that regard, I guess. Yes. But yes, you were saying. Um, I don't. Know. I like it. I think it's interesting that since they're not. They're on the same page, but as a tag team, they're not on the same page. Mm -hmm. So I think it makes sense that Akum wins because probably they're very uncoordinated and very not used to tagging with each other. Uh, and I'm sure they, I'm sure there's like some feuding between them during the match. That is a reason why Akum wins, you know. Oh shit! I forgot a match. Okay, I just remembered. <laughs> I just remembered a match I wanted to do. Sorry. All right, go. Uh, hold everything, Mikey. Hold everything. I'm holding everything. Usos versus The Ascension. Okay. Usos win. Okay. I like it. Easy peasy. Nice tag team match. Jimmy pins Connor. Whatever. Jimmy pins Connor. Whatever. Sure. Yeah. Sorry. I just remember. I just remember that. Sorry. Now, what are your thoughts? 
I like really it. freestyling things off the dough. Uh, I like it. I think this is fine. Uh, it's a good way to build up. It's a good way to build up AOP and also get New Day and Revival kind of out of the title picture for now. If that's what you were going for, to maybe like move them on to somebody else. Uh, I don't know, but that's what it feels like you're going for. It feels like you're kind of trying to move AOP onto another tag team. Um, well, I don't know. So I like it in that regard. And I like the Usos versus the Ascension because it's just a good tag team match. Mm-hmm. So... Do you got a veto? Uh, no. No vetoes today. Uh, I have a little bit of a tweak. I think instead of Big E, it should be Kingston. Why do you say that? Because it's more of a clash of styles, because Dash Wilder and Big E are both kind of like just big boy powerhouses and brawlers, you know? But yeah, with I Dash Wilder that. and Kingston, it's more of a, there's more of a disparity there, because Kingston wants to do all the high-flying stuff. But Dash mm-hmm. Wilder hates all that high flying stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, I like that. I think that makes sense. Where and then where Woods would be sort of more of a technical. Yeah. Which could blend well with the revival. Exactly. So I think I think if we want that disparity, it would be best to have Kingston in the in the the match with them. To like really does get it, that clash, you know. Does this still mean that Kingston's getting the Kingston's being pinned? I don't know. I'll leave that one up to you, Mr. Tag Team. Oh, how dare you? Uh, I'm still going to do Kingston because okay. I think it's the reason a member of New Day is getting pinned is because of the Revival doing some shit, you know, doing some antics where they're like, they're not involved and they like tag out to Kingston and and Kingston's left to his own devices and gets crushed by Acom. Yeah, they like tag out to Kingston, and Kingston goes to tag back in, and they like, and he like jumps off the ropes, and it's like, nah. Yeah, and then and then Woods and Biggie are like, what up? What are you doing, man? How? What? What are you talking about? And then yeah. and then Kingston gets crushed by Acom. Yep, sounds fine to me. Cool, 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 cool. So there, there we go, there we go. Okay, cool. So we have literally, Mikey, we have the show opener and one match left to do. Okay. So pitch for show opener. Drew McIntyre. The Drew McIntyre mantle. The mantle I'm, show. I'm in. The mantle show. The mantlepiece. The Drew McIntyre fireplace. <laughs> the Drew McIntyre fireplace funhouse. I was about to say that. God damn it. Uh, so Drew McIntyre opens SmackDown Live. With with another piece on his mantle. Yes. Uh, with the mantle stage, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. Um, including the demon headdress thing mm-hmm. and bronze tattered shirt. Okay. I think that's what we said. He's taken. He's taken. He's not taking his hands. <laughs> I would love if we did that. That's like a Chikara shit. shit. That's like, that's like this thing makes sense. So just do that's just cut off his hands. <laughs> And bronze tattered shirt. Uh, what is McIntyre saying here? What is he? What is he bragging about? Uh, he's bragging about how he killed the monster and the demon, and that no matter who his prey may be, he will always come out on top. Probably, you know. I like that. I got. I got. This is where the pitch lies, Mikey. Okay. 
I got a pitch for you about who comes out and interrupts this. Is it Rey Mysterio? Correct, sir. Springboard dr- diving drop kick onto McIntyre. From the mantle? Uh, if it's sturdy, I guess, maybe. I, I don't thought, know. I thought we were doing this in front of this mantle. How did we get to the ring all of a sudden? Oh, this is in the this is in the ring into my brain. Oh, okay. So he just has it's sort of this is this is the mantle stage. Okay. He has the mantle like housing in a cabin, but this is like the stage. Okay. So he's, where he's just showing he's off, showing off like, his he's new got pieces. the headdress on a thing. He's got like bronze tattered shirt behind a glass case on a easel. It's it's the mantle light. <laughs> um springboard diving drop kick Rey Mysterio. Who else comes out, Mikey? I don't know. Exactly. That's where I pitched live. You knew Rey Mysterio was going to come. You knew Rey Mysterio was the, the pitch that we wanted to do here. But I'm going to give you a secondary pitch. Okay. Rey Mysterio diving drop kick. Who else slides into the ring to help out Rey Mysterio? None other than Jeff Hardy. Ooh, okay. Jeff Hardy comes out. Twist of fate. Drew McIntyre. You know, while he's, like, kneeling over or whatever. Twist of fate, McIntyre's down. Rey Mysterio and Jeff Hardy teaming up to take down the Hunter. Here's a a pitch. I'm going to give him the pitch. An an anti-pitch, if you will. It's it's basically the same thing, except uh, I'm going to say Mysterio gets a dropkick. And then Hardy comes in on the other side. So after Mysterio does the dropkick, McIntyre falls into Hardy, who gives him a twist of fate. And then McIntyre falls into the ropes, 619. Oh, perfect. Yeah, even better. Even better. It shows that even more that they're working together. Mm-hmm. McIntyre brags, Mysterio, and Jeff Hardy uh, attack. It's 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 a bold pitch to have faces attacking a heel. Like just Yeah, but it's this heel. You know, it's McIntyre. Yeah. And do they get on the mic afterwards? Mm. Or do we hear from them next week? I think we sh- I feel like we sort of have to hear from them next week sort of thing. Yeah, I think so too. Because it's like, what the heck was this attack from Jeff Hardy and Rey Mysterio on Drew McIntyre? You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's sort of like it is an attack on McIntyre, but it's also McIntyre who is the big Thanos-esque heel yeah. on the show. So it's sort of like, well... <clears throat> You're fine, so SmackDown's calling in the Avengers. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna call in Thor and cut down, cut off McIntyre's skull from his body. Perfect, perfect. Uh, cool, 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 cool. So we're good on that pitch, right? Mm-hmm. Then we got one more match to book, Mikey. Yeah, one more match. What do we want to do? What other stuff do we have in the works? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Where when are we? Let's let's figure this out. Let's fi- let's set our goals in mind. Where are we doing this I Quit match? That is a good question. Are we doing it at Stomping Grounds? Or are we doing it at SummerSlam? I mean, we could do it at Stomping Grounds because I don't know how much longer we can keep this feud going because it's already not that hot. We definitely need to heat it back up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, can we stretch it out for? At least four, five, at least five, six, seven, eight, maybe nine weeks. I don't know if we can do it that far, but we can at least stretch it out the stomping grounds, probably. Oh yes, yeah. seven. It's seven weeks. Can we stretch it out for essentially seven and a half weeks? I don't think so, honestly. No, 
It's already like sort of past its peak Pat, point. Yeah, it was like it, like it felt like it was supposed to happen at Money in the Bank, but we just didn't have the spot for it. No. Okay, well then we can easily heat it back up. Do we want to do? I guess slightly easy call out, but do we want to do that NXT Mac? Not Mac. Mac did it. The Daniel Bryan NXT thing idea from last week that got cut. Okay, and then he like maybe starts working his way toward the main roster people, you know? Yeah, yeah. It was like what was the idea? It was. It was um, like it was like Daniel Bryan versus like Noam Dar or something. I think wasn't it like Raul Mendoza. That was it, Raul Mendoza. It was Daniel Bryan versus Raul Mendoza. But that got cut, um, I remember, didn't it? Yeah, it got cut. It got cut because it was falsely advertised. Card subject to change. Yeah. Um, it was Daniel Bryan versus Raul Mendoza. Daniel Bryan puts him in the LaBelle lock and does not release him until he says that he quits. Okay, so do we do that match this week now instead? Do we move it? I don't see why not. I mean, we certainly can. All right, then let's do that. Assuming the randomizer agrees with us. This time. This time. Do we want to do that again? Sure. Are we still okay with Raul Mendoza? Yeah. For um, sure. Because if not, we could do Kona Reeves. Hooray. I like Raul yeah, Mendoza. That... I think it's fine. Yeah, I feel like it's got to be something. No offense to Raul, but I feel like it's got to be someone that's sort of like not has like a full established character. Mm-hmm. That's fair. But yeah. So Daniel Bryan versus Raul Mendoza. Daniel Bryan defeats uh, Raul Mendoza via submission. Um, following the match, um, I guess Bryan does not release the LaBelle lock until, until, uh, what's his face? Raul, until Mendoza says, I quit. Yes. Did did we have Brian cutting a promo kind of after that as well? Uh, I think so. Do you remember what it was? Uh, I really don't. It was a while ago. Okay, then let's just make a promo. That, like, Brian then says that... That... That what happened to Raul Mendoza will happen to Roman Reigns at Stomping Ground. Mm-hmm. Stomping Grounds? Stomping Grounds? Stomping Grounds. Yeah. Brian then says, what? See, I feel like he's got to say something else. Uh, maybe. What, what are you, he said there's a pox on this rest on this. What do you say? What do you, what do you call Roman Reigns is a disease and he is the cure. We had that whole thing. Or Roman Reigns uh, is a poison yes. and he is the antidote. Is it is it in poor taste that we're essentially calling Roman Reigns a cancer on a cancer? That's why I think instead of disease we should do a poison to the company and Daniel Bryan's the antidote. Oh, that's a good point. Uh, didn't we did we do poison? I think we went with Yes. It. Yeah. Yes, we did poison. Poison and antidote. Brian Brian says that that he is the antidote, and the poison. What is what? What does antidotes do to poison? They don't like. 
they he is the antidote and he will do what what do antidotes do don't they like cure the poisoning and he will cure the poison do and he would cure he will cure the world of the poison something like that oh let's just do it. let's just do that let's just leave it there actually okay uh, he's so the antidote, I, I looked he up cure an, the world i looked up antidote a medicine taken or given to counteract a particular poison. Oh, fairly good. Brian then says he is the antidote and he will cure the world. Okay. Okay. Cool. <laughs> there, there. Raul Mendoza and and Daniel Bryan has set his sights on Roman Reigns. Yeah. So we don't have any like any of these matches like announced yet, but right now it looks like we're looking at what. Daniel Bryan, Roman Reigns, Cesaro, Pete Dunne, and an I Quit match. Uh, Cesaro, Pete Dunne, Riot, stomping Riot Baszler, Riot Baszler in a match. Don't know what yet. I'm sure we'll find out later with a cool and awesome stipulation. Something on a pole, obviously. Yeah. Let's, let's just, we're just getting these ideas of what we're doing because I also want to make sure that we are, we are not overbooking our card again. Ruby Riot versus like, Shayna oh, Baszler. We've got to cut a match. We can't do this. Ruby Riot, Shayna Baszler, Punk Rock on a pole match. Um, What else do we build out, coming out of here? No idea of the tag division yet. No idea of the women's division yet. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, it's not, no, not by no idea. I mean, like, it's not clear. I guess. I'll write it down, but I guess it's not officially clear, but I would assume it's going McIntyre, Rey Mysterio, Jeff Hardy. Yeah. It's not it's it's more clear than the tag division and women's division. You're right. But uh I would say that's sort of where we're headed with that. And I think that's it. Like the the tag divisions, women's divisions are not like Naomi had a promo. Uh, Akum and AOP had a handicap match and won it. So where are they going? Yeah, I don't. It's it's just like well, it, it they're open to challengers, I guess. They're they're AO pin. Mikey, I feel like I've been hitting it out of the park with <coughs> ideas with these with these fucking puns. Sure, I feel like you don't appreciate them. These puns are gold, and I think you need to appreciate the gold of when it happens. And for that, Mikey, I will punish you. How rude. I will punish you with the randomizer. Oh, damn. The I think it's punishment. my turn. Yeah, because I always get them at pay-per-views. But didn't we do two doubles at ran- pay-per-view? Oh, we did we do, do doubles double. at pay-per-views now. So I think, well... I think so. Yes. So it's either your turn or my turn. Thank. Yeah. I'm gonna punish you. It's your turn. Fine. Hit the randomizer. Your turn. I hope. I hope something bad happens, and I'm gonna blame you for it. I hope. I hope we get the career ender. All right. It's working. I am hitting the randomizer right now. Let's see what we got. The career ender is the worst thing we have on here. It's so bad. It, it's not. It's not a career ender. We got an injury? We have a wellness policy violation. <laughs> God damn it. What's of all these wellness policy? It's only in there once. It hasn't been it hasn't happened in a while, to be fair. 
That's true. We but, got uh, we got two very close ones, and then it didn't happen for a while. Oh my god! Wellness policy violation. Okay. Well then, let's see. Let me count up who we've got that can get wellness policied. Okay, rolling a D fifty one, Mikey. Oh boy, are you ready? What? So, what does the All wellness right, policy do again? It's. I think it's thirty days the first time, sixty days the second time. Fired, right? The third. Fired, yeah. Charlotte Flair has gotten it twice already, right? Maybe. I gotta look back and see. I remember her. She definitely got it once. I think one was her and one was Kevin Owens, right? Anyways, I rolled a seventeen. How are we? How are we counting this down again? It was. I think it's just down this way, Mikey. Yeah, I it's, believe so. It's, it's all. It's men's faces, then women's faces, then men's heels, then. Women's heels, is that what we're doing? That's usually what we do, yeah, I think. Okay, so one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Okay. What did I roll? 17, I said? 17, yeah. 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16. Oh, my God. It's 17. Neat. Is Drew McIntyre. Great. <laughs> Our... Our WWE champion. Sick. Wellness policy violation for 30 days. I got to double check to make sure it's not 60, but 30. I think it's it's 30 the first time, right? Yeah, it's 30. I just got to double check to make sure he hasn't been wellness policy before. Oh, my God. Our WWE champion. Well... Oh boy. Okay. Damn. Uh, now what? I'm, well, let's flip a quarter to figure out. Heads is before this episode of SmackDown Live. Tails is after. Yeah. So let's flip that quarter. I'm flipping it. Heads is it happened before. Tails is after. Tails is the correct answer. So tails it happens after this episode. Okay. So we don't have to rebook anything. We don't have to rebook anything because we like. Timeline wise, we don't we didn't know. Yeah. So that leaves us with what's thirty days after the twenty sixth of July? Well it's thirty days after next week. It'd be August twenty fifth. Wait. When are you starting the thirty days? Uh this episode comes out on July twenty fifth, so I'm starting the thirty days on the twenty sixth. Do you mean June 25th? Whatever. I don't know what month it is. <laughs> I was he, like, July. I was like, why are you starting violation. it in July? <laughs> he's getting a wellness policy violation on my birthday. Yeah. How dare you? How a terrible birthday present. Okay, so 30 days after June 26 is Friday, July 26. Okay. <laughs> Which is... After stomping grounds. Hooray. Oh my god. Oh my god, Mikey. What are we gonna do? I don't know what to say. It's so bad. This is a rough one. Oh my god, it is so bad. This sucks. 
Uh, Jesus Christ. I don't even know what we do. I mean, we don't have to rebook this episode, but what the hell do we do? We can't just keep the title off of the air for a month. Well, we got Brock Lenzer, so I think I think he in our universe, Brock <coughs> Lenzer is the Raw champion. Yeah, that sounds right. Let me double check real quick, but I'm fairly certain in our universe he won it at WrestleMania or Backlash or something. Yeah, he won it. He is the he is the Universal Champion. He won it at WrestleMania. Okay. Uh, he beat Samoa Joe for it. Okay. What the hell do we do? Okay, hold on. We didn't. We we looked this up before, didn't we? Because this happened before, like way long ago. And it was our when, champion, yeah. When Charlotte Flair when Charlotte Flair won the title, and then we had to decide what to do with her. Mm-hmm. Do you at all remember what those that like res, that like result was? We we had her give up the title. I remember. Yeah, she had to vacate the title. But there was like other there was like other options like it was like Rob Van Dam was like the champion at one point. And they dis- they did something different. They did something with him. Well, that was when okay, so that was when with Rob Van Dam it was what happens if we find out before the show and then they book the title off of him and then they let him go on his way, you know, for his 30 days. Um, but it, since it happened after, I don't know what we do. Since after being arrested for drug possession, RVD lost both the WWE and ECW championships, had Paul Heyman turn on him, and was suspended for 30 days, all within a matter of a couple of days. Yeah, so he he did the... He got booked to hell, basically. Uh, he got booked to hell, and then went right back. Uh, went went off TV for a bit. So Drew McIntyre has a well-instead policy violation, whatever whatever he has, we don't we don't know. Mm-hmm. So so he is the champion. So what do we do here, Mike? <laughs> He's the champion of. He is the WWE champion. Mm-hmm. Do we strip him of the title? Or do we have him stay the champion until we can immediately take it off of him? Oh, this ruins plans, dude. Yeah, it does. I'll be honest. I'll be honest, Mikey. I had plans for Jeff Hardy. (laughs) Following stomping grounds. Wild. I'm so, this is just like, ugh, fuck. What do we do? And with like that match not happening, it's just like. I mean, I mean, I guess next week we can pull the trigger and have them lose the title. Mm-hmm. Which would mean, I mean, us potentially shotgunning in the demon Finn Balor's return. Okay. 
a, an idea we had for the number 30 spot at the Royal Rumble. All the way, whatever that is. <laughs> in January, now has to happen in June and July, whatever day it is, July 2nd. Or we have Braun Strowman win it. Or we have Randy Orton win it. Oh yeah, Randy he is Orton Mr. won the Money, Money in the Bank. Bank. Yeah, we could. I forgot. I forgot. I forgot week. the Miz didn't win, so we couldn't do our fun thing. Man, if the Miz won, we could do. It. If the Miz won, we could do it next week. We got a lot of ideas, uh, and I guess subscribe to hit the books to find out what happened next to week. find out what the hell we do with drew mcintyre holy shit this is huge uh if you want to listen to more hit the books content subscribe why don't you uh please to find out what happens next week where mikey and i have to decide what the hell are we doing with our wwe championship mikey if because if if I remember correctly, with the Robbie and Dam stuff, he was he got violated, but they had him as champion, obviously. So they, he had to lose all of his cha- he had to lose the championship, and all this stuff happened to him. Mm-hmm. And then his thirty days started. Yeah. So McIntyre's thirty days for us really won't start on the twenty sixth. Mm-hmm. It's going to start on the third if we pull, strip him of the title on the second. Yeah. So stay tuned, Mikey. Oh, Mikey, can you tell our audience what, 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 what? I guess you could follow us on Twitter if you want to, at Hit the Books Pod, uh, where we do our excitement reader and our booking polls every week. Uh, and you can vote on how much you like the segment or how excited you were for a segment. Uh, we were not excited for Drew McIntyre getting wellness policy violated, but hey, here we are. Uh, you can also follow us on YouTube. You can subscribe to our YouTube channel to see all of our 2K outcomes and our uh, reviews for the pay-per-views. We need a new name for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm just looking and, at the calendar. <laughs> and you can give us that five meatball review on iTunes and leave a review so we know what you guys think of the show, so we know what to improve and we know what we're doing well. Uh, we love hearing your feedback. So if McIntyre gets stripped of the title next week on SmackDown Live, his wellness policy violation starts the 3rd mm-hmm. of July, which means he does not come back until August 2nd. Jeez. Which would be, well, his, he's he is able to return August 2nd, which means he returns, he's available to use August 6th um, on, for SmackDown Live. Okay. Which is the go home show for SummerSlam. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> so, the, like, potentially we can't use him for SummerSlam. Rough. I'm so upset. This is uh, this is very upsetting. Oh my god, the randomizer could not. I wish we had the career ender. I wish it was anything else. Damn. Oh my god, Mikey. Okay, well, until next time. 
Until next time, we'll see you next week. <laughs> That's all, folks. Dip the dip, dip the, the Looney Tunes. <laughs> What's end? So upset. Okay. Then until next time, everybody. <laughs> We've got two words for you. Oh God. Book it. Oh God. Oh God. <laughs>